1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun shows of ours. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Good stuff as always from Sean Callahan of Husker Online. The mailbag is great. And also, if you missed the first segment, we're not going to get back to basketball because it was terrible. But if you did not watch the game, Nebraska did lose last night to Michigan in Lincoln 102 to 67. A 35 point loss. Three straight losses for Nebraska. 0 2 in conference play. And that's all we're going to give them today for time. Yeah, the
2: The December schedule we knew was going to be tough. And it's been all of that. And I will tell you, Fred's got, well, I mean, this is not exactly a news flash at this point, but there's some major problems over there. There is. It seems pretty obvious. Yeah. And I will, now I just, you know, we're just going to have to see how that all shakes out. But, you know, the guy we haven't mentioned is Trev Alberts. And I just wonder. What he, I mean, guys have gotten fired for less. <laughs> I mean, they, they have, okay, than then going 6-43 and 43 against the Power Six. I mean, so I don't know. I'm not trying to start that. I'm not trying to start that conversation. I don't think that's where we're. I don't think. Oh
0: man, that's
2: where we're at. But
1: if the I don't. losing continues, and it will.
2: Well, I think that we're moving toward a serious conversation. Is what I believe. But I, but I, but that. But again, I got to balance that with what I said in the first hour. You can't bury this team. I've buried teams prematurely. You can't do it.
1: I've learned. I've learned from it, my mistakes. Uh, let's though. just say they're not trending the right direction.
2: Not right now. But, um, but, but you know, you've seen it. You've seen it plenty of times. They come back and inexplicably beat a team like Auburn on Saturday. That'd be a nice welcome
1: surprise. Yeah. We'd, so, we'd really enjoy it And
2: it would be embarrassing if we buried them on December 8th, right? And they come back. Uh, they're
1: not and- buried, but they're, you know, considering it. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, again, it'd be embarrassing for us if we buried them on December 8th and they reeled off five straight. Well, so that, I'm not gonna, let's hope that they um, do the yeah, five I'm not going to do that. I'm not
0: going to do it.
1: Uh, For Nebraska football, again, if you missed the Sean Callan interview, you can go ahead and check out the podcast page. We have discussed, we are getting, we pretty much have this all wrapped up for Nebraska in terms of the offensive staff. Mark Whipple coming over from from Pittsburgh as their offensive coordinator is going to be Nebraska's offensive coordinator. It is not official yet, but it it should be official at some point today. Mid-morning. Mid-morning, you should hear Mark Whipple is the new Nebraska offensive coordinator.
2: Right, And, and you will hear... That and that Donovan Rayola is the new on offensive line coach who's been the the assistant offensive line coach for the Chicago Bears for the past four years. Those things will be announced, I would say, by 10 o'clock today. OK, Um. now the special teams remains in. I mean, they're they're going OK. Nebraska is going to hire a special teams coach. Frost is going to hire a special teams coach that is still there, – there's still some decisions that have to be made there. But let's go to Whipple. People are – like the thing that, that people wonder right away is what what kind of offense are we talking about? And it is, I would say, best described as a pro system. And I've been told think Chiefs. I mean, you've, you watch plenty uh-huh. of Chiefs. Uh, think Chiefs. Um, and you mentioned it. He coached John Roethlisberger in the Super ben, Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger. Excuse me, Ben. Ro- yeah, Ben. Stein. John you. Rothstein. <laughs> yeah. look at you, yeah, confused ben, with your ben, 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 Roethlisberger, big Ben, big Ben. So he coached him in a Super Bowl. Um, he's been a head coach uh, at UMass, but the important numbers are this: in total offense, Pitt ranked number five this year, five hundred yards per game. It the rise, as Parker Gabriel pointed out in his story today. The rise tracked the development of Pickett, Kenny Pickett, who, who threw for 42 touchdowns and just seven interceptions, completed 67% of his passes for 4,319 yards. So Whipple was the kind of the hot name, right? He's a hot, hot name coordinator right now. He's he's at the top of his game. Um, he got a good quarterback. Pickett, pickett speaks glowingly of Whipple. Pickett considered going to the NFL, came back to Pitt hmm. because Whipple gave him advice, and he and Pickett said is quoted as saying, "Whatever he says, I'm doing." Interesting. He's been around, and and I'm I, I decided to go back to Pitt because of his advice, and it paid off.
1: Well, I'd say this too. If if you want to look at that for uh, you know for a, a thing for Nebraska. This guy got a, a Heisman contender. If you're a quarterback out there and Whipple's coming to Nebraska, oh, yeah. wow, this guy developed Kenny he pick into a Heisman, you know, deserving quarterback. He's gonna he's gonna be in New York.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
1: mean, So why that's gotta be pretty attractive, I would think. It's real now for you a know, quarterback out there transferring.
2: What's happened and I mean, I know people are gonna try to pick everything apart that Frost does. Not everybody, but there's definitely a segment out there that no matter what he does good, it'll be picked apart, right? And that somewhat goes with being uh, three and nine. <laughs> and it somewhat goes with this place, which there's just some people that just seemingly want it to fail. But whatever. I mean, it's fine. I guess that probably happens everywhere. It certainly happens well, It
1: here. is failing right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, yeah. But they, they did make a good hire. Now, the one part of this Whipple conversation that I find interesting, and I'm wondering what you think. Now, you seem at this point like you're very – Pleased by the hire. I like like the idea of Mark Whipple, yeah. Okay, Pitt threw the ball on 51% of its snaps through the regular season in ACC title game. If you adjust for 51 sacks, the Panthers drop back to pass more than 56% of the time. Are you okay with those numbers? Yes. Why? Uh, Because his system worked. Right. I'm, you know, I'm if, saying if, if it works,
1: then do it. You know, I, I can be critical if, you, if these stats, these percentages, are for an
2: offense. It doesn't work. It doesn't oh, click. Right. It worked there. Okay, and then the other thing that I would add to that is you are you are marrying systems here, and you are marrying you are marrying ways of thinking. Donovan Rayola is going to have a physical offensive line. I mean, that's just the way. He's cut out. I've read I read well I, I I know how he presented himself to Scott and what he's all about. There he's it's gonna be a physical front. They're gonna turn it up. I mean I I keep saying, well he's a rayola, what would you what you would what would you expect? Well he did start for three years at center at Wisconsin. What's what's Wisconsin football look like to you? You physical. think a guy yeah, you think a guy Tough. just gonna lose that? I mean, he he coaches in the NFL. People say he's an assistant offensive line coach. He's got all the time in a No, uh, if you coach in the NFL, you are heavily involved. Okay? But I know this. I know this. He's getting ready to play the Packers, but he can't wait to get to Lincoln. He he says he needed to be here yesterday. Okay? He's he is chomping at the bit to get here. And this is the the thing that you ha- I have to make clear about Donovan Rayola is his level of want to. He wanted this job incredibly bad. <laughs> Th- he wants to make a legacy here. He his his favorite program growing up when he was in high school. His brother played here. It was his first favorite program, Nebraska. Now he's coaching here. His level and he understands the pipeline tradition. He he understands what the offensive line means to us, the fan base. He's not coming in and, you know, that part is going to, he's going to learn it as he goes. He knows coming in. That offensive line piece is important to us, right? It's ingrained in us. You want the pipeline back. Nebraska hasn't had an all-American offensive lineman since 2001. It's been 20 years since Nebraska's had an offensive mm. lineman all american. Jake, it's not that right. That is. It's not right. That is. That was the offensive lineman. Yeah. Fenoti, Tony Fenoti. Tony nice Finotti. job. Yep. A
1: terror, an absolute terror. <laughs> that guy was awesome. He's a pancake machine. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, and Dominic by the way, Dominic Rayola, brother Dominic was an all-American in 2000. Remington winner. Pancake machine. All-time all-time leader at Nebraska in pancakes. Brothers coming in. This is important to them. This is really, really important to the Rayolas. This isn't something that – I mean, this guy wanted this job bad. All right? Bad. This is what he – he wouldn't – he's not taking any college job, Jake, any college job that comes along. He's in the NFL. He's got it. But he wants this one bad.
1: We have a, a text that says, "Well, was that the same story for Greg Austin, guy that was ah. played at Nebraska? Probably wanted this job badly too.
2: He doesn't have a brother that has his name up in the stadium. Sure, All he right. did play here, though. Yeah, but he doesn't have a brother's names up on the stadium wall. Oh, I know people are s- cynical and skeptical. I'm not. I'm not. I know Don. I know Dominic. Well, I know what this is about, and it's not about Dylan." rayola but this does keep you in that hunt and i can tell you and dominic wouldn't mind me saying this dominic wants dylan at nebraska all right that's what he wants he just wants to see it take off and then then you can then you can get that five-star quarterback that georgia's that georgia has identified as their number one quarterback that clemson comes through his school alabama comes through He's got the offers from all the bigs, but but, but this has got a shot. at This
1: him. year is incredibly important to prove that this is a place he's worth considering. Absolutely, even a hire for Dylan. Oh
2: yeah, they're not going gonna- yeah,
1: mean, to. This helps it maybe you know giving him more interest here. But you can help a lot more by by winning eight nine games next year.
2: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it may not even have to be eight or nine. I mean,
1: how about a bowl game?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six, you got to show progress. You got to show significant progress to get him though. That's the thing. Of course you do. Of course you do.
1: Uh, A lot of people are, are, again, the the critical ones here, cynical ones, are saying that the Bears' offensive line has been pretty bad this year.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I get it. I I mean, it's not – yeah, I don't know if that – I don't know how much that matters because he's not – he has not put the personnel together.
1: Well, as as Corey points out, too, regarding Whipple, um, if you're talking about a guy that just developed a a, a first-round draft pick, Kenny Pickett will be a first-round pick this year Mm -hmm. and a a Heisman candidate, obviously, Corey says Whipple could be a draw for Brayola as well. He's developed that type of quarterback, a first-round pick. Oh, good point. That's, yeah. It's not just so really good. It's the fact you've got an offensive coordinator, and a quarterbacks yeah, it's a coach, a really it just developed a guy into being a Heisman contender right. and a
2: first-round pick. I'm really interested in people who are trying to pick apart Whipple. Like I don't they, at that point. What do you say to people? Like, what do you want? I mean, give me give me a better one then. If you don't like no, exactly. this, exactly what name? What, what exactly are you looking don't for? Don't say
1: Joe Brady. He's probably going to Miami to be well, with Chris. Why would Cristobal? Joe Brady I, be exactly? Any right. Mean, yeah, or even better. Yeah,
2: he just got fired.
1: I mean, he had success with with uh, LSU, of course. Yeah, he was even the main OC though. No, he was he the passing game coordinator right. there.
2: No, I no. Come on, but if yeah, you're picking yeah. apart Whipple. Then you're just you're just so anti frost that you can't. Right. See yeah,
1: what yeah. For those out there that don't want Whipple, who did you want? Like what name intrigued you? Did you want the triple option attack
2: coming back? It wasn't really realistic. Okay, so now here's the deal. So they hired Whipple, sixty four year old. If if they would have if they wouldn't have hired Whipple and they went with Graham Harrell, who's a thirty something, I think he's thirty eight, I don't think I'm I wonder if they would have hired Donovan Rayola. Because I don't know if they wanted to be that young at those two positions. So if they would have hired Graham Harrell, who they interviewed Sunday in Phoenix, they they interviewed on on Sunday in Phoenix, they interviewed Graham Harrell and Whipple. Now, on Friday, Friday, they interviewed Donovan in Chicago. And then the plane went to South Bend and they interviewed Jeff Quint who's a 58-year-old, 59-year-old offensive line coach, if they would have hired Harrell, I'm pretty sure they would have hired Jeff Quinn as the offensive line coach because they would have wanted young with veteran. Get it? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that it could have been different if they would have went with Harrell. I don't know exactly what Graham Harrell will end up doing, but those are the guys they interviewed on Sunday in Phoenix. And then they, the plane took off and went to L.A. and they recruited Um, so that's, that's what Frost has been doing. He closed the deal on these guys yesterday. Um, mid afternoon, Donovan. Now here's the thing. Mid afternoon, Donovan got the offer and he committed. Basically he committed, he took the job basically on the spot, um, called his agent and said, don't screw this up. All right. (laughs) Um, he want, he want, he basically told Frost on the spot. Yeah, that's the job I want. So, and I don't know how it went exactly with Whipple. It didn't, like, we didn't know for sure on Whipple. It was about a couple hours after we knew on Rayola.
1: Yeah, when you look at Quinn, the Notre Dame offensive Jeff line Quinn. coach, there's a lot of intrigue from the fans there because Notre Dame has turned has out some good offensive linemen, some NFL guys over the, the past, you know, they decade. absolutely have. I think even like last year, they had Liam Eichenberg, but it was a top yeah. pick in the second well, round. Had, yeah,
2: he's had, uh, consensus all Americans the last 2 years. Yep. Jeff Quinn. Right.
1: Yeah. So, so that that that's obviously a name that was intriguing in all of this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the thing I wonder there, yeah, the Irish, yeah, 3 3 Irish offensive linemen were drafted by NFL teams last year. Yeah, that's Aaron Banks. That's pretty big. Aaron Banks and Liam Eikenberg went yep. in the second round. Yep. And Robert Hainsey in the third. Banks and Eichenberg were consensus All-Americans. Yes, he has were. a great resume. Yeah, he does. He has a good resume, so that's why that name probably you know had had maybe oh, more did. pull than Donovan's name yeah. because he's Little done. Bit. You know, he's recruited well. Mm-hmm. People question. But I've seen Donovan's recruiting strategy though, and I've heard people react to it, and they said, "Where, how, where do I sign up?" I'm not worried about that. He he knows what he's doing. He he. I've seen his recruiting strategy, and it is it it you run through a wall so I'm not I, I'm not worried about that stuff um Quinn yeah Quinn's not the perfect coach I mean he's he had he had excellent players at Notre Dame and he coached them up well oh he'd be good I think Quinn would be good he's a tough coach tough minded coach um it's odd it's odd to me he's not going to LSU and I think he's going to leave Notre Dame now it'll be interesting to see where he ends up I'm not not sure why. He's not going to be part of that Notre Dame staff. It maybe just decided to move on. Don't know. Fifty-nine years old.
1: Uh, Doc says this team needs a veteran coaching staff. A Whipple's veteran,
2: sixty-four. Yep. Mickey Joseph's fifty-three. Yep. yep. That's veteran. Bill Bush is fifty-five.
1: How long has Rayola been a coach for in general? He's with the Bears now for four years, uh, okay.
2: and he has he had four years of college coaching experience. He's he's young. He's young. He's pretty young in the business. Um, I said Bill Bush, and I got to be careful here because Bill Bush isn't hired as a special teams coach. It's very possible, though. So, what's going on with special teams? What's going on with running back? They got to figure out what to do with the running back position. I don't think I I don't think it'll be Ron Brown. Okay, that's that's that, that's what I was getting le- late last night.
1: And you don't think it's going to be just an actual only running backs coach either? Be it, I don't know now. Split. Yeah,
2: I don't know now. I don't know now. I don't know that Ron Brown wanted that job. Okay. By the way. Um He'll remain on the staff, um, and he'll and he'll continue in a prominent role. Um, okay, so what could you do at running back? You could hire a special teams coach that coaches the running backs and special teams. Bill Bush could do that. He he could do it. Um, or you could marry the running backs with the tight ends. So running backs, tight ends, coached by the same guy. That'd be Sean Beckton, probably. Okay. Um, or you could, a lot of teams will put the tight ends with the tackles. Okay. Um, so Don, Donovan would get that with help. I mean, keep in mind when we say this, there's not just 10 coaches over there. I mean, there's God only knows. I mean, their coaching staffs are so big now and you'll have, you'll have a GA, the GA, the graduate assistant who can work on the field will be critical in this discussion. Whoever that is, so there's they're going to have to figure that out. Tight ends become kind of a flex position, right?
1: Yeah, I'd be curious about Becton with both that and running backs. I don't know what, if he has any experience at running backs, coach. But that's a guy I don't want to see him leave the tight end room. You know that he, he's developed a good room there. Well, I don't think he. There's. I don't think he would. Okay, because you mentioned if, if Raiola might do that and and yeah, yeah, tight ends if it's that were a switch.
2: But you know, I mean. Yeah, we'll see on all that. I think all that is workable, but it's gotta the puzzle's gotta come together. Now there's still a big piece that has to come together, and I don't know exactly how that's gonna look. They have just the, the, some decisions to make, um, but they've moved on. I know from a couple candidates there. Seems like well, let's just see how it shakes out. I think we know that. I don't know. I want to. I want to say we'll know that by the end of the week. I. It's but only, the, it's but, only Wednesday. But we man. should
1: know by this mid morning the official news on Whipple. The official and news Rayola. on
2: on Mark Whipple and Donovan Rayolo. You'll know officially probably before ten o'clock today. Okay. Official. Okay. It's it, it's yeah. Official. Special teams
1: will hopefully by the end of the week know yeah, information there.
2: Yeah. So then it's pretty much locked in, and I would say so far so good. And I do think it's. I'm with Doc. I think veteran coaches are really important.
1: Yeah. I did. Okay, I wanted you to address this because I know he had a great year, but and I don't think it's a huge deal. So I want to make that off the bat. But do you care that the that Whipple is sixty four years old? Everyone makes a big deal, and I, I just I don't, don't think it's a big deal not at all. Really.
2: I mean, so Quinn's they're 50, talking about long term so stuff. So Quinn fifty nine is not a not a right. big deal. But, Listen, yeah. but, but but Whipple sixty four is a big
1: deal. That's what you hear the most concerns. I mean, I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? Right. I, no. He just had a great year. Did, did he show signs of slowing
2: down last year at no, all? Wait, no,
1: he's he's on the way and
2: better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand the conversation. If good, if Jeff Quinn is fifty nine, and you you're not concerned about that, but sixty four is a big difference. I mean, I, don't I know.
1: I'm with you. I just want to yeah. address that because that's that's a, one of the main things you hear about why Whipple they have concerns is that he's sixty four years old. No, and I, I, like, I
2: I don't understand that. I like the veteran presence because oh, for a lot of reasons, he's seen everything. He's not going to overreact. He's not going to overreact to things, and and I mean not only bad things. Veteran guys don't overact to good things. I mean they'll re- he'll rein his guys in if it's going well. You know, um, they just I they just seen he, Whipple's seen everything under the sun. He's been a head coach, you know. He's had he had two stints, I believe, as a head coach at UMass. One was really good. He coached for the national title. Yeah, he's, this guy's seen everything. I mean. So nothing's going to shake him. I think it's a great hire. I really do. I, I'm, I'm interested in people that – some people just will never be pleased. No, of I course mean, they won't, the No, they I can't mean, until it, the results – If you hired – I don't know. If you hired – think of a, like Josh McDaniels. People would find a way to not like it. Yep. Right? Yeah, I mean, of course they would. Yeah, so – and, and
1: they won't give you even a different name. They won't give you a guy that they thought was better or more realistic. It's just they want to complain no, about yeah,
2: it. This is, no, these. I love the Joseph hire. Oh, I like all three of them. I really do. Love the Joseph hire. Uh,
1: yeah, that, that one's pretty universally loved here. It's
2: yeah. so a call from Corey. Corey, you're on
1: early break. Go ahead.
0: Hey, I love these hires, too. Um, I'm dubious about next year. Everyone is. But I think they did exactly what they needed to do. Joseph, obviously a veteran uh, presence. We, presence, we know his recruiting acumen. I, I love that Sippel is 64. Uh, Whipple, not simple. Whipple is 64. Steve, you're only 54, right?
2: 55, Corey, 55. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> at, at any rate, I love that Whipple is 64. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly what Frost needs. He needs, like, the old sage, wise wizard to yeah. unlock the secrets of offense's past. You know, he needs... He needs some kind of tutelage, almost. You know what he didn't need was another like hot shot young guy like Graham Harrell. Mm-hmm. You brought it up before; so we've all talked about like Frost doesn't have like that extensive of a of a coaching like background. He's been to a couple places. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had that many. You know, his coaching tree is small. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think the old guy is exactly what Frost needs. And uh, you know, Rayola, I don't know if he's a good offensive line coach, but. Obviously, his last name, the fact that he played at Wisconsin, you know, he's going to have the kind of uh, mentality that we want here in Nebraska. So, and you know, if somehow they can get things cooking next year, somehow, I uh, I don't feel great about it. But if they can, I love the fact that he's that Dylan Rayola's, uh uncle. I mean, I want that kid to play here. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you could really ask for for hires. I think they, I think they knocked it out of the park with that.
2: Yeah, it's Art good to course, hear. It's you. good to hear that. I mean, you don't hear much positivity these days but uh do you, you really <laughs> you don't. sure don't um but that yeah Corey I mean I'm it's really hard like and it came together fast that's the other part of the conversation where you heard everybody complaining about how long it's taking well they just hired Whipple who was playing on Saturday right Donovan Rayola is still coaching an NFL team all right in an assistant offensive line coach in the NFL works 12-hour days, okay? Um, and then, Jake, I mean, Mickey, Mickey Joseph was, was coaching. Sure he was. I mean, they laid a lot of groundwork to get this done, okay? They had to lay a lot of groundwork to get these things done. And by by moving on those other coaches on November eighth, it allowed them to do a lot of the groundwork that allowed this to come together very quickly, very quick. It's Tuesday, yesterday. Yeah. It came together on Tuesday, which, by the way, is faster than what I thought. All right, it's faster than what I thought. I thought we'd be looking at Thursday, Friday. Tuesday, it came together. Let's see what Dan.
1: One saying. last call from Dan. Dan, you're on early break. Go ahead.
0: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good,
1: Dan. How are you? Uh,
0: good. Good. I'm sure you won't remember me, but I, I called him not too long ago, and I said, Jake, I said, relax, man. I said, we got to calm down. These guys got a game plan. Remember?
1: Yes, I remember that, Dan. Okay.
0: So I'm just curious uh, if now we fast forward a little bit, do we feel like that game plan starting to shape up a little bit or is there still some fear there? I, I don't know if I have 100% confidence yet, but I was curious on your guys' thoughts now fast forward a few weeks. But also I do feel like a lot of the hires look like they're going the right direction. seems to me like we've got about three head coaches, maybe four, you know lot of good guys in there that can help us get moving the right direction so anyway that's all I got have
2: a good day yeah call, Dan. I mean I think you would say Whipple n- no disrespect to Matt Lubick um but come on I mean they've made a clear upgrade at offensive the
1: resumes are a lot different there just say that
2: yeah Lubick was very good s- scheme guy very good ideas but Hey, Scott was mostly the play caller, okay? And there's a reason for that. Lubick, by the way, not big on special teams. I mean, not, not his forte, not, you know, not enthusiastic about it. So, you know, you got an up. I mean, I love, I love Matt Lubick. I really do. I, I, he's, a, he's a tremendous individual. He's, he's one of the kindest um, gentlemen you'll ever meet. But they got an upgrade there. Right. I yep. think they got enough. That's a clear upgrade. And Mickey Joseph's is, is a clear recruiting upgrade. And what I would like to see is is Joseph and Bush on the same staff, dynamic recruiters. Look, think, think about it this way. In 2019, Jake, the Bolitnikoff winner was coached and recruited by Mickey Joseph. In 2019, the Thorpe a winner was coached by Bill Bush. How often does that happen? Not, not very often. Right. Same staff. Same staff now. Yeah. It's pretty big. Thorpe winner, Bolitnikov winner. Come on. Pretty good. Don't make it harder than it
1: is. Parker Gabriel up next on Early Break on the Ticket.